Welcome back. So we're starting a little late. I apologize for that. And we're going to pack a lot into a short time. Got important things happening in the world. And Dr. Cousins last week was telling us that we would talk about some things that are directly related to possible solutions. And that's exciting and important. Uh, let's get right to it. I'll hand it over to Dr. Cousins and we'll be back. Okay. Well, I welcome everybody with love. And we're going to start like we do with a little dance and a little meditation. So in 1802, Rabbi Nachman from Breslov, which is in the Ukraine, uh, things are really, really difficult. And people say, what can we do? What can we do? And he said, we need to dance for spiritual joy. And he also actually taught meditation too, or you know, going in, in outside and in, 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 in communing. So his advice is really good, and so we're going to follow it, since it, uh, Ukraine and, and, uh, and Russia are kind of big topics today. So we'll start with a little prayer, merging the heart and the mind. So, merge that heart and the mind, feel that love, feel that oneness, and let's all dance, like Rabbi Nachman from Ukraine mentioned, as a way of getting ready to have a clearer mind. Okay.
Okay. So now just focus a second. Just focus on the energy coming out of my eyes as it comes in cosmically. But my soul touches soul. Okay. And for those who like it, this is a a mantra, name of God. It's Yoda on the in-breath, hey on the out-breath. Wa on the in-breath, hey on the out-breath. Yoda from the base to the heart, hey, hey out from the heart. Wa from the base to the third eye, and then again, hey out to the heart. So we have a, we're breathing as we're doing this with a rhythm, and then when your mind's quiet, you let go of it all, and just be in the sense. We're just going to go for a few minutes. So just focus on the energy and let our souls touch.
And now as we're deep in meditation, we're going to do the one thing that Richard referred to that can bring world peace, that has been proven to bring world peace, which is moving into a peace visualization and meditation. So visualize now energy kind of coming up from us, going up to the multi-layers of heaven, the multi-heavens, until it reaches the center point of God. And it releases this incredible pearlescent white light coming down. And we're standing on the planet Earth. It comes around the planet Earth. It comes up to the center of the Earth, to the root chakra of the Earth, to all the Earth chakras. And now it goes up to our feet and it moves up to the lytic gland, which is two finger breaths below the belly button. And this is the source of the power of the sacred feminine. And it releases this power of the sacred feminine within us, and it continues to rise up to all the chakras going all the way back through the crown, back to the center point of God. And it releases another white pearlescent light coming directly down to the crown, activating the pineal gland, which is the energetic source of the sacred masculine. And it's creating a loop all the way around to us around the planet come up the other way. So we have two loops of energy, and they connect together at the heart thymus area, center heart area, thymus area, where my hand is. And there's this incredible explosion of white, pearlescent, flaming light that is now burning up all the impurities in our own system. We talked about some of them. It's burning up the snake venom potential snake for it's burning up the nanobots and the nanobots and the graphene oxide and the graphene hydroxide and all the uh, kind of uh, electrical circuitry that allows us to be potentially controlled. And now it's moving out through our whole body in a tube of the white pearlescent light. That tube is reaching the heavens, reaching down to the earth. And as it goes from uh, outside of our body, purifying and burning up all the dark forces in our body, it now extends beyond us, again, reaching down to the center of the earth, burning up all the dark forces in the earth, and also in the atmosphere, and it continues to expand beyond the planet earth, engulfing the planet earth in this incredible white pearlescent flame of divine, and now it moves out into the solar system uh, and all the moons, burning up all forces of darkness, burning up all interdimensional portals, 
and it continues to increase throughout the solar system, now into the galaxy, and finally into the source of all creation, burning up in this white pearlescent flame all forces of darkness. Now at the same time, while that's going on, this tremendous burst of white fluorescent, uh, pearlescent light begins to, uh, works in a sphere and begins to spread th throughout our whole body and actually surrounds the earth in this incredible uplifting white pearlescent light and in a sphere of light around the planet earth and then the light comes down on the earth filling all the humans with light from all different races and cultures and then filling all the mammals with this light and then all the birds and all the amphibians and then all the reptiles and then the whole plant world the whole tree world is filled with this incredible light and finally the whole living planet is filled with this incredible light that upgrades the consciousness of the whole living planet. So just feel that power that we have for a moment. Feel the upgrade of the consciousness on planet Earth and the destruction of the dark forces throughout creation. And now we'll end with a yo, the first letter out of the nothing. Yo. step, which is to talk. First, we dance, like Rabbi Nachman did from the Ukraine, uh, and, and then we meditate, to quiet the mind even further, and now we can talk. Um, I think it's really important to understand that we truly have the power to make a difference in the world. There's been over 300 studies since 1973, and they all basically show the same thing. Uh, in in uh, 25 towns uh, uh, of, um, sorry, in, a, in, in cities of 25,000 people, where 1% of the population is meditating, the crime rate uh, dropped uh, 16%. Okay? That's the power of what even 1% can do. Um, when they uh, 
did this experiment in Rhode Island. They brought a few hundred meditators in. They meditated at least one hour twice a day. And the crime rate, violent crime rate included, dropped 43%. People said, oh, that's got to be a fluke. And so they came back the next summer, and the crime rate, violent crime rate, dropped 49%. Guess what, folks? It's not a fluke. And we need to understand that we actually do have the power to affect the consciousness on the planet. We really do have that power, but we have to exert it. And that's really the bottom line of the discussion. We're not really talking politics anymore. We're, you know, we're talking activating the spiritual joy, Rabbi Nachman from the Ukraine, Resolve, and meditating, and then creating a visualization of world peace. We also find out that uh, this is a four-year study by a man named Pearl Payne uh, on Peace 21, which is the equinox and solstices. So we had it on March 21st, and it's going to be June 21st, and then September 21st, and December 21st, okay? And um, when people meditated, the amount of sunspots decreased, we we literally affect not just the planet Earth. Literally, we're affecting the whole solar system. I don't know what's beyond that. You know how how you measure that, but we can measure sunspots being uh, really affected. They have charts of the sunspots for you know uh, hundreds of years. Um, so we know that this exists and we can affect it. So. That's the power of meditation and the power of prayer. So that is a pretty important thing to understand. We really do have the power. It's not like uh, it's not like it hasn't been proven repeatedly. So I just want to share the good news, and that's what again Richard was referring to. Is we have that power. Maybe each meditation we do it. I am suggesting people do it at the same time each day around the world and let this movement grow. So here it's 10 o'clock at night, basically I'm saying, and wherever you are, if you're on the East Coast, it's seven hours uh, earlier, you know, three o'clock, and if it's on the West Coast, you're, it's uh, noon instead of 3 p.m. It just depends. But the point is, everybody doing it at the same time creates a, a change in consciousness. And the more of us who do it, the more we will be able to shift that consciousness. That's the important thing. So with that in mind, I'm just going to uh, quickly give a, a brief uh, COVID update and the research from around the world, but mostly what we can get is, believe it or not, from, from Walgreens. Um, but it's uh, in most English-speaking countries, is the unvaccinated people have a, a, a rate of, of, of getting 
positive test of COVID for, of 8.6. However, if you've had a dose, uh, one shot, one bioweapon shot, that rate goes up to 13% test positive. And if you have two doses, it's 15, about 16%. And three doses, it goes up to about, really about 20%. Uh, after five months. So what we see is with each additional shot, there's an increased rate of positives. We also know from some of the research that you're six to eight times more likely to get COVID if you have had all your injections. Um, and that's a pretty important thing. And 65 people, 65 and older, three, uh, if you got three doses, about 20%. Uh, test positive. So uh, the risk-benefit ratio is not uh, not particularly good, and it gets worse with each injection. So the more injections you get, your risk gets higher. Now, if uh, it, it in places where they don't do much vaccinating, like Africa, their risk of COVID is, is dramatically lower, like in North America and South America and Europe. It's dramatically lower, uh, deaths from COVID. Um, and then you say, well, how can you tell? So the, a lot of the times they're using this statistic called all-cause mortality. Like in the United States, in the last two years, an extra 1 million 1.1 million people have died. Uh, we're just talking about total deaths. So in the last two years, we got 1.1 million people who, who have died. Now, uh, clearly, this is uh, related, from my point of view, since that's when the COVID thing's been going on, that the injections are contributing significantly to that. And that's what I was kind of mentioning. Not only going positive, but risk of death. So um, there is not a pandemic of the unvaccinated. We're talking 8.6%, but we are really talking about uh, close to 20% of people who received three vaccinations. Um, And the all-cause mortality because we can't say this is COVID. That's six months later. You can't say this is COVID. You don't know. Okay. What you do know is 100 to 300% higher rates of mortality. That happens to be in these last year. So it is associated because uh, what's been going on? People have been getting injected and they've been getting COVID. The rate of death of COVID is very low, 0.03%, something like that. But, but in, in terms of the insurance companies, which is another way of it, they have a 40% increase in death. So it's not this virus that kills very few people. We are pointing a little bit more towards the injection. And that's what our concern. And in England, the all-cause mentality in the people who have been vaccinated, okay, was a 200% um by May 2021 and by June, 300%. So we're, we're talking very real things. 
and is related to uh, uh, apparently related to the COVID in- injection uh, vaccination. Um, all doses, whether they have one dose, two doses, or three doses, or more, if you keep going on, um, there's an increasing uh, rate in all-cause mortality, which is a way of basically saying, well, what else is happening? We're not having earthquakes. We're having, you know, COVID injections. Um, and that gives us an idea to look at what, what, what happens at six months. There's a lot of the research is saying, well, six months later, we're, we're seeing this. So um, basically, in people up to 80 years old, uh, in bioweapon injection causes more harm than good. And that's a simple way of doing it. It's not that easy to sort it out statistically. We just see all-cause mortality has increased. How do you prove it's COVID? You can't really prove it's COVID, but you can't prove it's not COVID. You can't prove it's not causal. All we can say is, in the last two years, um, there's been an increase, according to the insurance companies, according to these statistics out of the U.K. and uh, U.S., we have a two to 300% increase in all-cause mortality. Uh, and it's worse with people under the age of 50. Remember, people under the age of 50, no matter how bad they're eating, they're, you know, they're, they're less likely to die than if you're 80 or 90. Okay? And with uh, younger people and young adults and children, it's all risk, no benefit. Okay? So basically, in the United Kingdom, they're saying the risk of death is 300% greater for those who've had the second dose after six months. In other words, six months after they've had the second dose, the rate of mortality is 300%. Um, if you're less than 18 years old, the rate of getting uh, uh, dying is 51 times higher if you've gotten the shot. Okay? Uh and if it's you're 18 to 29, it's 16 times higher. And if you're 30 to 37, it's 15 times higher. Um, and that's kind of the overview. And, and now the bad news also is that 77% of people in the U.S. took their shot the first time. And then uh, basically why we're kind of doing the math and a whole uh, uh, about 17% didn't take the second shot, and it kind of decreases. But what we're looking at is people are waking up to the situation, and the risk-benefit is getting clearer and clearer that there are real risks and not a whole lot of benefit. So I think people are beginning to wake up. It's uncomfortable because more people are getting sick and more people are dying, and that's... uh, that's what we, we see. Um, so that's kind of that report, okay? Now, uh, we have threats, you know, when I'm going to say threats, like from Bill Gates, there may be a much more serious pandemic coming. So I've been struggling with, okay, I have a whole sheet. You can go to my website, uh, 
drcousin.com or uh, treeoflife.mn.co. And I have a, a good list of things you can take to protect yourself. Now, there we go. Thank you. And that's good. I also know that not everybody's going to want to take a whole list. So I've tried to narrow it down to um, a few things. One is Illumidine. That's my second website. And that iodine, a special form of scale wave activated, um, it actually enhances your ability to repair DNA. So what we're looking at is it appears the immune system becomes progressively compromised. That's what we're really talking about. And its ability to repair itself, repair the DNA, becomes progressively compromised. Okay? Like a degradation of the immune system. And an increase in general inflammation. So that's pretty good, pretty important. So what the lumidine does is it actually has an alternate way. The P53 gene is blocked by the spike protein. It it not only neutralizes the spike protein, but also uh, is able to uh, activate the P53 gene sequence in a way that bypasses where it's blocked. So you start to have immune system repair. Okay, so not only is it an antiseptic in, in the sense of killing viruses and bacteria and so forth, but it also neutralizes spike proteins, and perhaps more important is it reestablishes the cell's ability to repair its DNA. Because the mRNA actually actually enters the nucleus of the cell and takes over the mechanism and makes your spike protein and uh, other kind of components in there. So that's one. Second thing, we put out a paper, again, it's at drcousins.com and Tree of Life, that shows how there's radioactivity in this. And it's ionizing radiation. That's important to understand. Because intracellular ionizing radiation, according to the radiation experts, is uh, long-term is very detrimental. There's no a safe dose of intracellular radiation. So that's the second problem. Now, with that, we have a thing called RADNUT, which is a series of frequencies, and I recommend at a minimum, we know that people, even if they're working at nuclear plants, clear within 53 days. So I kind of say, you know, take at least 12 drops a day away from food for two months. Okay. Then I recommend take it regularly because people are more radioactively exposed and then we all get kind of re-exposed. So those are two things. Illuminine, red, new. How much illuminine? We're all a little different and we're all different levels of toxicity. But what illuminine does also is it pushes the fluorine, chlorine and bromide out of the pineal gland. So we can't push it out too quickly. So I suggest people start with five drops in water three times a day, uh, take it away from food, and work up 
to around 15 drops in water three times a day. That's what my suggestion is. That's the minimum dose. I must admit I take more than that. Uh, But I don't have any intention of getting sick either. So, okay. So those are two. The third thing is, again, immune system compromise. And I recommend an herbal combination of Chinese herbs called Mega Defense. About uh, three caps twice a day. Uh, and, and these things really do protect people. Now, I also am aware of very the very good percentages when people take divermectin and 5-hydroxychloroquine and then the hydroxychloroquine. Um, hydroxychloroquine is something we took in India for malaria. And it's very effective. It gives all these kinds of things. And we know it's about 75% protective if you know from getting it uh, and ivermectin is maybe 86 percent however in uh, under Pradesh India where they gave ivermectin to everybody they the rate of COVID was 97 percent less so now if you combine the two I think you're looking at some pretty good protection um that we were recommending. So basically what you're hearing today is the research around the world saying the vex, the bioweapon shots, also known as vaccines, actually make the situation worse, two to three hundred percent more mortality and um, and more infectivity because it's lowering the immune system. So that's the piece. And then we have these ways of protecting yourself. I mentioned just summarizing it, the luminate which neutralizes the spike protein and resets the cell's ability to re- reactivate itself, which is very cool. Okay? And then we have the red, red, neut- red neutral, which neutralizes the radiation in the system, uh, and, and it takes from one day to really 53 days, but I like to say two months, and then I recommend you take it regularly. So one is roughly 15 drops three times a day in water. And the <clears throat> third is the mega defense. Now, there are many other things people can take. I recommend green tea. It has five different components that uh, block viral replication and get everything working right and support the immune system and so forth. So that's something you can add, like a few cups of green tea matcha green tea or green tea. So that's just what I call the bare minimum. Again, you can go to my website, uh, drcousins.com or treeoflife.mn.co, and you can get the whole list, you know, like quercetin and a variety of things. So that's kind of the overview of uh, a condensed advice of uh, how we can protect ourselves. It's good to exercise. It's good to meditate. When you meditate, literally for people who meditate five years, their physiology is 15 years younger. You also increase your brain size. Uh, average person brain decreases about 1% per year, and meditating is which it literally increase brain size and stimulate neurotropic 
hormone production to uh, <clears throat> one increase brain size, but to increase uh, neuron growth. So we're we got some ways to protect ourselves in, in good ways, and we need to do everything we can to um, protect ourselves, protect our families, educate everyone of, of what uh, what's going on. Uh, you know, I, I know we're dealing with very difficult things with the UN World Health Organization wanting to, you know, take over. Internationally dominated. This is not so good. So uh, when I talk about the peace meditation, I used to run world peace meditations at the UN in the nineties, and uh, I've been actually doing the peace meditation since nineteen eighty five. But something changed. You know, we we had could be in the meditation hall, not a hall, but we're room there. And we're, we have the staff at the UN going. And somewhere around 1996, suddenly everything changed. And we weren't really allowed to do the meditation, even though it was the staff at the UN. And I was like, what's going on here? And I think there was a, a major shift about that time. It was quite noticeable for people like me who were a little sensitive in the special meditation room, which was pretty small. Um, you know, was was not couldn't we weren't allowed to meditate in there. So um, this battle is a big battle. It doesn't start, and it's a battle of the heart, a battle of the mind, battle of your consciousness and your. I'm going to say God awareness. That's what's going on. And so we'll. we'll uh, but the key I want everyone to hear is we have the power to turn this around. We have the power to shift the consciousness on the planet, and it's been absolutely proven that we have this power. So are there any uh, questions that anyone might have as we go uh, onward with this? But that's the, the, the good news, okay? Richard, any comments you want to make with that? Um, I think those are two really important areas that go together. What about the COVID situation and the potential of meditation showing that consciousness can change physical situations. Um, But a couple of things did come to mind that are good to remember. And I think we tend to present these things like the COVID situation in a really toned down manner. And a lot of the idea is that people can't deal with the magnitude of the fraud because they'll get too upset and and my feeling is it's late in the game right now and if we keep thinking that people can't handle the the full situation we're going to run out of time and and so just a couple of things that would be good to add one i couldn't agree more actually go ahead okay good you don't think I'm completely insane for saying that. That's good. No, well, no, no. More, it's very logical. We can see what's going on, and we do need to act. I mean, we need to to learn how to see as much of the situation as we can and not fall for the programming that if you see it, you have to be all upset about it. 
That's why Rabbi Nachman in the Ukraine said, dance for spiritual joy. Right. And then we'll take the fields. Meditation. And being upset is the opposite of that. And there's this belief. Absolutely. That was his point. There's this belief going around that if you're not really upset, you're not going to be effective. And I think that is usually an honest mistake. It's not true. You know, if you're centered and focused and calm, you can become a channel for energy. Well, I'm going to just say that I don't know how it's a mistake. I knew when I was a middle linebacker playing football, National Football Hall of Fame, I had to be in a meditative state before the game and right before the play, I had to be like totally quiet so I could move in any direction. So that's just a, a football player. Right, but that College. the whole thing. That's exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. it's it, you, you fly into a rage. You're going to end up tackling the referee or something, and it's, it's well, you're just not as effective. You can't right. see what you're doing. So part right. of the real situation that we're not to get effect, uh, upset about, but to act on and understand what we're dealing with. There's no test for COVID that I know of that exists. There's. Uh, talking about the PCR test. It's not even a diagnostic test. It's 95% inaccurate, and they're not even recommending to use it. It's worse than that. It's not a test. It's a high-tech magnifying glass to find little pieces of things and make them more visible. I think someone in Africa, uh, a president of a nation, actually tested cabbages, and they were COVID positive with the PCR test. Person in Tanzania sent some interesting things. Yeah, Tanzania, that's right. Yeah, it may have been fruit, but it wasn't a six. It was fruit. Yeah, it was fruit. It's not just. I think it was mangoes. I don't know. Or papas, I think. But it wasn't just a degree of false positives. It's a total malicious joke. It's not a test for anything. And Carrie Mullis clarified that on on video. And apparently the platforms think that we're too far gone to even understand what Carrie Mullis said. So it's still up and running, and they're not worried about it, which is interesting. So there's no test for COVID, and as far as the... I'm talking fast because we're past our time right now, but I think just to kind of put it together, um, the vaccines, uh, which you're not allowed to talk about unless you say, make sure and get your your 10th vaccine immediately because if, and if you die from it, it means it's working. Um, It's not just a question of risk benefit ratio because to have an actual mathematical ratio, you need to have some benefit. And if you look at the control group study and other things like that, even before the COVID shot, there were no benefits, just health destruction. And, you know, to put it concisely, there was no risk. It was guaranteed damage, which is different or a hundred percent risk, you might say. And well, but even even the optimists kind of thing are saying two to three hundred percent increased rates of deaths from yeah. shots, and, and they increase mortality. Yeah, that's a big risk. Yeah, increased mortality is a is a real number. Yeah, but there is no benefit number. So, no matter what that increased risk of death is, the risk benefit ratio is infinity because it's a certain number over zero. Well, I'm going to just say that 
for the first month or two in some people, you get a little protection. I don't know if that's true. I mean, I can't see it. But after that, it goes downhill. Yeah, I, I don't know. How would they measure protection with a PCR test? Well, the problem is they don't use the PCR test. Well, I already showed you the PCR test was showing it's worse. They're measuring antibodies. Now, the thing about antibodies is that that doesn't really talk about protection because it's a much more complicated system, but they do talk about an increase in antibodies to COVID for the first period of time, up to three months, four months. It increases antibodies, but not to COVID unless you can prove what COVID is. Well, I, I understand. I'm, I'm not, you, you and I are, are agreement. I'm just saying that what that is is out there. There's something that they claim. But my research that I just cited says, no, there isn't a particular risk. Uh, there isn't a particular benefit at any stage. Right. And, and remember, you can inject pure aluminum into a person and get antibody production. Right. It doesn't mean anything about immunity. It means the body's threatened by the shot, and it's trying to save itself. The other thing is, um, so, you know, the magnitude of this scam, it's an extermination program, and the injections, the vaccines are a major part of it. So there's definitely, and that's not a standalone element in the program. There's... At the same time, geoengineering, GMOs, toxic food, fluoride, and all kinds of chemicals in the water. This is all coming from the same program on a bigger scale. And so that's what needs to be realized and counteracted so that instead of the dark future, we make it the opposite. And for that, you were bringing up the power that can flow through any person and every person to change physical reality from consciousness. And so one of the questions that comes up, since we've had you know tens of thousands of years of various degrees of knowledge of history, and this constant uh, up and down murder and all kinds of horrible activity by the rulers and people going along with it because they didn't know and they felt helpless, and you've had a lot of people meditating. So what is the difference? What's the element the active ingredient, you might say. That's the difference between like monks in Tibet or somewhere that are meditating with full sincerity and then people break in and shoot them all versus somebody that can reverse this situation, not a percentage, but completely. What What's the difference in the... Uh, there is a, a famous king, I can't remember his name, Ashtoka or something like that in India. Yeah. And as a leader, he brought incredible peace to the whole region. And uh, it was, more, I think, a little bit more Buddhist, although he was in India, more Buddhist teachings. And there was peace for about 300 years. And what he did is leader, leader, uncorruptible spiritual force. And I think what you know, it depends on the people, but the leader created so much energy of meditation and peace that it lasted for a long period of time. I can't think what his name is for some reason. But. There is a reason people look for a good leader, because it yeah. can make a big difference. The problem is if you don't have one. Well, the, the problem is that those leaders will arise, but in this case, 
Well, it was Estoka or something like King Estoke, Estoka, something like that. Okay. And it was for a few hundred years, even though he ruled for 40 years, he upgraded the whole society. And so the people also participated. So you need the two components. You need the people to participate, to meditate and do, but you also need leaders who can focus people to kind of transcend. And that doesn't be anybody who really does it. Is it again? That leader could be anybody who really does it with yeah. focus. I'm just trying to look it up whether it's a stoke, but it's something like that. Um, but it, it, it was out of India. Anyway, the, the point remains Ashoka, I think it is. Um, that a leader and the people, because everybody began meditating and participating. Uh, yeah, Ashoka the Great, an Indian emperor of the uh, uh, Maurya dynasty. Uh, he ruled from 268 to 362 BCE. Ashoka promoted the spread of Buddhism across Asia. He was the, one of the greatest emperors. Okay. So everybody began to meditate. Everybody began to live in a peaceful way. It became, uh, you know, under Ashoka became the culture. So this is the idea of a pandemic of consciousness. Yeah. And that's what we're trying to do is that's why we do the visualization, those things. They work. We know, Russian researchers have actually shown this, that you can actually reorganize the DNA. Right. You know, through meditation and through your mind. And we one of the, repair the DNA. One of the things that's important about doing that is it's not just for 10 minutes once a day or something like that. The idea is that is supposed to show you what to live in, what to yeah. keep all the time. Right. So, but it's exciting that, you know, King Shok, he did it, you know, he had, he created a, a culture of peace that really did last for, you know, a few hundred years. Amazing. You know, so it can happen. You know, what's the difference between what he did and if somebody's meditating and the outer situation stays bad? What, what's being missed? What was missed is the number of people. So, so I talk about 1%. Let's say 1% of the world population. But Ashoka started it by himself in that case. No, but he had the support of people that he brought in. I mean, you don't have a leader like that coming in out of the blow. You have people who are following him who believe in meditation, who believe in a way of life that's peaceful. And then it amplifies. You need the masses... But you need a leader who's going to guide the masses to kind of get to the higher levels of functioning. And that's what Ashoka did. So the more it spreads, the better the results. Yeah. But yeah, you have the support of leadership, which we don't have anywhere in the world right now. And, you, and then you have people who are willing to do the work. So we start it now in the absence of any great perfect leader like that we started 
And, and then it draws the leaders. That's right. the and it spreads. Yeah. But it, 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 the people have to draw. That's why we're trying to, we're doing this meditation for the healing of the planet, you know, the both levels of turning the planet into light, but also burning up the darkness within ourselves and, and the whole cosmos. Right, right. So everybody starts within themselves. Yes. And then they draw the energetics that take it to another level of healing. Right. I think, you know, people have been away from this for so long, it sounds like just something to believe and make yourself feel less upset about what's happening. But what what you're bringing up is that the whole point of this is internal plus physical change. Yeah. In the world. And I'm very serious because we already know it works. It's been proven. Ashoka, again, they call him the, the, so I'm going to say when he did it, 265 to 238. So about 28 years. And, uh, well, some people say 40 years. But let's say it was 40 because that's what I was told. He basically inspired people to do the best within themselves. But they had to be ready to bring him there. So you, you can't, you, it's, it's like uh, marriage. I say, don't go looking for a mate. Live the good life and you'll draw that person to you. Yeah, that's right. And, 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 and the culture at that time had to have drawn him. I mean, that works for everything, even finding friends. Yes. If you go yeah, out and... This is not a mystical principle. I mean, it's a pretty practical thing. Right, right. Just become different yourself and watch what happens. Yeah. That's the point. This is well within our grasp if we we do it, if we collectively do it, it would happen. It's not some really complicated, esoteric, difficult thing to go. No. That's the beauty of it. That's what's so incredible is that the most powerful things are often the really simple ones that yeah. we have with us forever and never noticed. Yeah. So we have an example of that, you know, of, in a culture that there was a lot of war and fighting, and then he comes and people were ready, and then people followed the way and they meditated. They put a value in a peaceful life. Uh, and they let it. Right. And you can tell when it reaches that level of power because the outside situation changes. That's the point I'm making. The outside, that's when I, when I say that in Rhode Island, I think it was 200 meditators came in. That's not a whole lot. No. And they meditated for one or two hours twice a day, and the crime rate drops 43%. I mean, that's huge. Right, those are not violent criminals that were knowingly part of the experiment. They were were still trying to be bad, and yet they changed. That's the point I'm making. It changed consciousness in that area. It seems to be area-related. So it was happening there, and it goes out a certain amount. They did it in the Middle East, and the 
violence decreased in general by 10%. So we have it. We have the technology. We have the way of life. And it's very exciting to know we have the power and we just have to use it. Yeah. Just let's get a bigger area, higher percentage, and right. not, not temporary. Yeah. That's what Ashoka, I mean, 30, 40 years. And then from that, there was like, it lasted for years because the momentum was there. And people like being at peace. Everybody can be leaders at that. So they don't have to run out of good leaders. But you do need some support on a larger level. It's not like they had Zoom or things like that. This is a culture. Right. It's a cultural shift. But it was a huge, I mean, India's a big place. You know, it's not like a small continent. It's like, this is huge, what he did. So, what would you recommend the homework between now and our next show? To be? I, uh, and I think I'm going to do it each time. I'm recommending we do a little spiritual dancing for three minutes, that's all that was, to get ourselves into the right mindset and meditate for a few minutes and do the visualization like we did today. And again, I will repeat it next week and the week after until we feel people feel confident. And then people need to do it every day. Okay. You know, and it, it's, that's the homework is to do it. What about in between? Is there, you just do that and then, Nothing in particular the rest of the 24 hours? or what would Well, I mean, let's do that for next week. Six foundations, seven four phase, we could do that. Yeah, know? I just thought, might as well. Yeah, that's good. Okay, look forward to that. So anyway, that's the, the, the story. It's within our grasp. That's what we have to get. It's within our grasp. We can do this. That's what we have to know. That's what's exciting. Yeah, that looks completely true. Now time to demonstrate. Yeah, yeah. And it takes faith in our part. That's a, you know, David and Goliath type thing. You know, Goliath had five brothers, too, or four or five brothers, and they're all giants. And people were intimidated, but when they saw this kid... You know, say, I'm not afraid of you. God's protecting me. And he hits him in the head with a, rock, with a sling and a rock. Right. And it's like, what? You know, this heavenly armed guy, you know, he throws the spear at him. And David just kind of goes like that. It goes that way. And then he hits him with the sling. Slingshot? Against a, a gigantic warrior. And then he goes off and he does chop off his head. But then they actually killed all the, the 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 brothers. In other words, there was all these giants that really did exist. Okay? Mm-hmm. I mean, there's proof of this. And people now had courage. See, he led, he inspired this little shepherd boy. And so you need people to inspire each other. That, I would say, is another part. That's kind of why I brought that in. And Goliath and those brothers represented dark energy. That's right. The overwhelming force and everybody feels it's too much we can't you know, There's this kid comes up, he's I don't know whether he's a teenager or what and you know and he says, oh, I'm not afraid of you. And I think the reason the reason it's 
important to say what it represents is that we're not out trying to physically attack people who we think are Goliath. If we do it correctly... It's about faith under what looks like overwhelming odds. Exactly. And the dark energy has the evil leaders doing its bidding by mind control of them as well. If that works, those guys can reform also. Hopefully. That's the idea. Yeah. But we have to do our part. We can't sit around waiting for somebody else. No, absolutely. We have to change first. Then we'll draw the right leaders because the energy will draw the right leaders. That's right. That's right. Neat. So we rescue ourselves by drawing the right leadership. Exactly. We don't have to go out and look for them if we change. Right. And then the rest happens. That's the rest happens. So overwhelming odds, it looks like the Goliaths of the world, and we are the little Davids having faith in God. I'm not worried, Glad. You're the one that should be worried. Boom. Yeah. And, uh, you know, but that was faith. You didn't do it by any other means. Faith in action without hesitation. Faith that then leads to action-based faith. Faith-based action, right. Yeah. It's part of the idea that we're creating our world. We're we're co-creating the world in a way. Yeah. Well, what I mean is that if you're meditating on fear and worry all the time, you're creating a different life experience. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Everybody's meditating. It's just not yeah. There's an old Vedic teaching, the world is as you see it, the world is as you believe it to be. Yeah, and, and that's not just a memorized belief. It's what you really feel it to be. That's yeah. what you actually believe. And they call it jirsti shirsti in Hindi. Okay. okay. Jirsti shirsti, but it's beautiful. The world is as you believe it. The world, you know. It, obviously, your understanding, your internal understanding, is what uh, creates, you know, greatly affects our reality. Yeah, it's like if you're repeating verbally, peace and love and harmony and light and everything being really nice, and underneath that, you're terrified. You're, you're feeling that something bad's happening. Right. That's your belief, not the peace and love and light. That's right. So just alter that. So may everyone be blessed that you have that internal faith and shift the conscious, that we can shift the consciousness of the planet. Try those two simple visualizations and, you know, we're doing it at the same time and here we did it at in Israel 10, and that's 3 o'clock in the afternoon on the East Coast. It's noon on the West Coast. Sounds good. So thank you, cousins. Oh, it's my joy. My joy. Looking forward to next time. Okay. Peace be with you, everyone. Peace be with you. Okay, you guys, we're a little bit over time here, so I'll wrap it up quickly. That was a really important focus, I think, and that's understating it dramatically because we've got this situation happening in our physical world right now 
where our rulers that have infiltrated almost every power position are working on what looks to me, and I've said many times before, like a ceremonial sacrifice of the whole biosphere, including themselves. I don't think it's 90% reduction that they have planned. I think it's 100 and all the other species. But whatever it is, it's very destructive. And I think all the physical efforts to stop it and turn it around are great. Uh, peaceful mass non-compliance being one of the main ones. But what Dr. Cousins is talking about comes from a more powerful level and changes the results of the physical actions. So his his point that's really hard to grasp because we're used to looking at things more superficially and only on the physical level. His point is that the meditation that we're doing all day on worry and fear and anger and frustration and insult, insult and uh, depression and all, those are objects we're meditating on now. He's saying if you change that, what those things are creating in negative experience now can be reversed. And it's a bunch of talk until we do it. And I agree with him that the time is really important now. It's, it's too valuable to waste. It's time to do it. That's why he's suggesting the daily meditation all over the world. And we're working on the same thing in Planetary Healing Club uh, in a little bit different form. Uh, you're welcome there too, planetaryhealingclub.com. And uh, to, to do that, you know, to not require being oblivious to what's going on in the world to be peaceful. You can, you can know in detail and clarity what our real situation is in the world with our leaders trying to, you know, moving forward with a plan to obliterate life, which is l literally what they're doing. And you can keep your focus and say, um, no, we don't agree with that. We're going to make the opposite happen. And that's what the whole discussion and meditation from Dr. Cousins was about today. And it, it's something not to forget, to actually absorb and then don't worry about whoever else is doing it. Do it. Evaluate what you're doing yourself. You're meditating all the time. What are you meditating on? What's your mantra? Do you want that result? If not, change it. And uh, stay in touch with the other things that we're doing at lostartsradio.com. And we have a Subscribestar account there, a Subscribestar link on the site, and a donate button if you want to help us stay on the air for the non-commercial broadcasts that we're doing every week, and as much as possible, the extra videos on um, Voice in the Wilderness. That's a series that is ongoing now. So you're very much appreciated. I see you as the turning point and the power point for changing the whole trajectory of what's going on and making the future one that we'd like to live in and hand over to the kids who aren't born yet. That's our job. And today is not just another insignificant day to get our tasks and our errands and our work done. It's what are you doing internally while you're doing the work? Where's your focus? If you're brave enough to become aware of that and shift it where you want it to go, that you would want that to reflect in the future 
That's the work that Dr. Cousins is talking about. And remember, his site is drcousins.com and treeoflife.mn, like Minnesota, .co. And he's doing private consulting, and you can reach him that way. All kinds of activities on drcousins.com and lostartsradio.com has a lot of information on it and projects that we have uh, in, in mind, too, as soon as more funding is available. But for now, planetaryhealingclub.com is in full operation, and you're welcome there if you want to, or stay in touch on the contact form on the website. We read all of those and respond as, as uh, possible. And I, it's just you're the important person that we're doing it for. So stay in touch and um, become what you are. You're an incredible being, and we look forward to seeing you affecting the future of the whole world. So thanks for being with us, and we'll see Dr. Cousins again in a week. And in the meantime, take care of yourself. Watch where your focus is, and uh, you're appreciated very much. We'll see you next time.